no idea how you're feeling right now, but I ate way too many pizza today, and it shows. Yeah, I ate too much. We uh, we went down to the Salem Food Truck and Craft Beer Festival today, and I feel like in years prior, I've eaten at many more trucks, and I think partially because of uh, the pizza from the birthday party. I was not interested in eating a lot of food from there. Mm-hmm. Were you satisfied with the options that you chose, or are you going to go back tomorrow and, and double down on some things that you weren't in the mood uh, for today? Uh, I doubt I'll go back tomorrow. You won't go back tomorrow? No, probably not. What, uh, what'd you think of that barbecue? Would you, you get barbecue pulled pork yeah. sandwich? Mm-hmm. What'd you think of that? It was good. Um, I, I meant to take a picture of the truck just so I could be like, you know what? At least I can remember where it was I got the food from. And then if I want to, like, if I want to dip back into that well, like, all right, now that I've tried them, that was good advertising for them. Maybe I want food from them again. It, and I always forget to do it. It was something like it, it, Q was yes. the name of it in some way. It was like, yeah. where's the Q or something like yeah. that. Ooh, I can consult the piece of yeah, paper. Yeah, if you got the piece of paper. Just look for the anything that just has Q with quotes around it. Uh, so before we get into this, the story that I was going to tell you early, or that we kind of just didn't talk about, was on what we got on there. What we got on the map? Got a Q. I knew there was a Q was a was a main focus of that name. So earlier this week, I forget what day it was. The day's irrelevant. We I was like, oh, I, like I getting home late from work. I just want to like order out food like i don't want to deal with cooking or going to the supermarket or whatever so jim was like oh you just pick my like, oh, that's fine so i picked kodo and i was like you know i'll get some you know i want some sesame chicken some fried rice you know have just have a nice little quick little bang 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 you know have it just a good little time you know what i mean like mm-hmm. sesame chicken is like one of my go-to like fried rice sesame chicken i'm good to go like right. i'm all, all on board with that <laughs> so call in the order swing down to pick it up i get there and the lady goes, so I had to put it under my name. And when I get there, the lady goes, oh, Brendan, how are you? Mm-hmm. I didn't know it was you. I would have had the food ready quicker if I knew it was you. And in my head, I'm like, wait a second. This hasn't happened in a while. Does this woman think that I'm the doppelganger? The, 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 uh, the politician that lives here that is also named Brendan that some people have confused me with? Mm-hmm. But normally in this scenario, I'd be like, yeah, they're probably just confused me with that person, which hasn't happened in a long time. Mm-hmm. I feel like it was happening a lot for a while. So I don't, have we ever told this story on the podcast? I don't know. I don't think we have. So to give like a brief like context to this whole thing is if we've never really talked about it or if you've just never listened to an episode where we did talk about it, there there is a person that was running for public office in the same town city that we live in that has the same name as me it is our first name and it is spelt differently but the same name and some people not myself but some people mike included mm-hmm. think that we look alike or share some personalities and just because we both have shaved heads and beards doesn't even look alike but you know that's what people people want to do it obviously for people who don't know me or don't know him or don't know either of us well at all where have the same name first name and have 
some similar features. Passing relevance. So I can see why that would be confusing. And we've been, or I'm assuming he has also been confused for me because just as the people that confused me with him to me didn't know who I was and I didn't know who they were, the people that do know me would never confuse me with him, but have confused, have... I don't know. Brendan has confused himself. Yeah, I just I don't I. Brendan hurt himself in his own confusion. I it's yeah exactly a little Pokemon there. I don't know how to. I don't know if he's ever been confused for me, mm-hmm. but I have been confused, mistaken for him because of the name and whatever. And it's always by people that don't know me. And it's always great when someone says, "Hey, Brendan," and then it's Brendan's name. So like he'll react like, "Hey," and they would talk. Like the first time it ever happened, it was so confusing. Were you with me? The bit bar one? The bit bar one, where she's like, yeah, you helped me get out of a parking lot or something like that. It, so, and it was so confusing. So I, I really don't think we've ever really talked about this stuff on the podcast, so I don't mind revisiting the story. But yeah, we were in bit bar. Jen was there, too. I don't know if it was just the three of us or there was more of us there. Mm-hmm. But I Jen know. Jen was definitely there. You were there, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, some lady comes up to me and is like, hey, Brennan, how are you? Thank you so much for helping me out the other day. And Jen is looking at me like, who the fuck is this bitch? What do you mean you were helping her out? And I legitimately confused was like, I'm sorry, I don't, I don't, I don't know who you are. And she's like, what you, no, you helped me like out at blah 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 park. It was like a park, not a parking lot. Oh, okay. I think I don't, it doesn't really matter. That that detail's less relevant to the to the overall story. But she would like kept going on about this thing about how I helped her, and like it was so confusing because we didn't know what the fuck she was talking about until. I got confused again another time, right? Yeah. Like, it was just, we got... What happened was, the next time... The day we figured it out was the day that you, like, dropped a bunch of business cards into, like, your coffee. (laughs) Yes, yes, because Dom was with us that day. We were at Ugly Mug, and I dropped, like, all of my... Everything out of my wallet (laughs) fell into my cup of coffee, and the waitress confused me with... The person that we then found out was the, yeah. other, the other person, which we won't say his name because there's no point. I don't, I don't. We don't need to do that. But it was just – it led into this whole thing of like, you know, us – it happened to me more after that. It happened to us at the Lobster Chain Prom. Like it happened to us a few other times. Yes. And – it only seemed to happen when I was, like, with you or, like, with Jen. So I was always with someone. So it, it, if it was just me, I could just be like, all right, well, I'm not going to tell anybody that this happened again because it just turns into a fucking joke. Mm-hmm. So I I could never escape it because it would happen when I'm fucking with one of you. Um, and it's funny because besides people that, like, know me well enough to just, like, say, like, whatever, just, like, small talk with me or whatever or, like, ask me, like, what's going on or how you're doing, anyone else – that recognizes me always is like, hey, are you the guys from Pass Controller? Whatever, you know what I mean? But I haven't been confused for him in a long time. And I haven't seen him around at all. Because during that whole process of being confused by by him, um, I would run in, like I would see him yeah. all the time. And I haven't seen him in a long time. So I don't, I don't know what has happened. Maybe he changed his appearance. So you wouldn't get confused. Maybe I'm the reason why he lost the... I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, But anyway, you were at Kodo. Yeah, so I was at Kodo, and that happened. And then when I left, I was like... Like, she was... So here's the thing. is She said, oh, if I knew it was you, I had ready ready sooner, blah, blah, how are you? 
Like, enjoy your food tonight, whatever. And I left. And the whole time, and I forgot to tell Jen this whole thing, and the whole time driving back home, I'm like, did this person confuse me for that person again? Or does this person know who I am? And the only reason why I have a slight thought of does this person know who I am is simply because I know I'm pretty sure the Kodo like Instagram follows past controller because mm-hmm. I know I at one point I like posted a Instagram picture of like a beer I was drinking my food from Kodo and like a Mario toy yeah and I'm pretty sure they like re shared it so it could be the off chance that this person knows no. past the controller yeah. doesn't know me but like knows I'm that person yes so I don't want to have the conversation. I don't want to be like, because if in the off chance that they're confusing me with this other person, mm-hmm. I don't want to have to make that person feel awkward that like they confuse me with someone. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I'd rather just like let it slide. Yeah, exactly. So I don't know. I just it hasn't happened in a long time. So when it happened this week, I was like, motherfucker. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Past Control Podcast. Each and every week. A couple of best friends sit down and chat about the latest in video games and nerd culture. Sometimes we talk about Overwatch too much. Sometimes we have guests. This is not one of those times. As always, it's not. I am your host, Brendan Groom. And joining me this evening is the anime senpai himself, Mr. Michael Bazir. Mike, how are you doing on this lovely evening? I don't know. I mean, you got a nice full belly, a, a little, you know, some pizza, some... I've some, never been happy some... being full. Did you eat too much? I don't know. Mike, you have a little too much pizza? A little too many pizzas? Hard to say. What is that from? It's from Adult Swim? No. I eat too, too many, many pizzas. pizzas. Ro- robot chicken? No. What Invader is it from? Sim. Oh. Show me the clip later, because I... Now I can't remember the clip. Anyways. Bodie's Pizza. What... So if you're too full right now, we we can't get cookies after. Probably not. Oh, Mike's gonna pass down the old cookie cookie wagon, the old cookie fortress. Damn. Do you know what the cookies are this week? I don't. Yeah. Uh, I was with Eric earlier this week too. Shout out to Eric. Eric's great. Eric's a great guy. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Goodnight Fatty. They're oh, yeah. the sponsors of this show, but we will get into that a little bit later. Mike, before we get into this evening's topics. And talk more about nonsense. How sad are you that you missed the hallway cat just now? I'm pretty bummed out. It was super small. Like, I'm talking like little baby kitty. I don't know if it's a girl or a boy. But little just fucking cupcake. It was it was amazing. Because it made me instantly think of, oh man. Because I had Navi when she was a kitten. So I was mm-hmm. like, oh, I, I miss when Navi was a little, yeah. little baby girl. Um... I had to address the situation because Navi was the kitten. According to Jen, was like poking under the door, like trying to like like see what's going on under yeah. there. And Navi went up to the door and was like hissing. And I'm like, no, nah, I don't need like Navi to eat this little like pull yeah. the cat through the door or something. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't need this to happen. So I went out there and like the kitten got instantly frightened that I went into the hallway. And I was like, ah. Oh. So I like, picked it up and I just I had it in the palm of my hand, just like in one hand, and it was like like trying to get out. And I'm like, I'm gonna get this upstairs. So I don't want to. I don't want anything to happen to this little guy. Or, girl, or whatever, but little cute, little cute guy. Do like me a, a good little cute kitten. Uh, but what have you been playing, Mike? 
see. So I, I, I got my Overwatch stuff done. Okay. So you got the Bastion skin? I got the Bastion skin. Um, for like maybe 20 minutes, I played Jump Force. Oh, because it's on Game Pass now? On Game Pass. How, how are your initial thoughts on that? I don't know. It's a, it's a game. I, I spent, are you going to play for the story at least? Or is the story I, supposed to be good at all or no? Probably not. I think, honestly, I created my character and I went through like a tutorial fight and the, there were so many cutscenes cut that I felt compelled to at least watch. Okay. But so much. I was like, all right, forget it. I'm done. Like once I finally like once I finally finished the cutscenes, I was like, all right, now you have to fucking go on missions. I was like, I'm tired. Yeah. So you just whatever. We think you'll go back to a little bit more or no? Yeah, probably just to just to like unlock characters and play as them. Okay. I, don't I mean, know if I'll buy the DLC. I, I mean, I wouldn't. But yeah. does Game Pass not? So I think sometimes Game Pass gives you the like the ultimate DLC. edition of the game. Oh, so wow. like sometimes like. Like, Gears 5 is, like, the ultimate... I mean, granted, that's a Microsoft game, yeah. so that might be why, but I think sometimes the, the Game Pass edition just gives you the DLC, if okay. it's there. I All I know is that um, I never got to any point in the game where I had, like, a character select screen, so I, like, I don't know who okay. I can play as off the, off the bat. I gotcha. I mean, the game always looked really good. Like, it, like visually, it looked really good, but mm-hmm. I know it d- didn't end up being that good. Right. But because it's on Game Pass, I'll probably end up downloading it and dicking around for a little bit just to see you know whatever yeah. uh what else um uh i started playing mini metro i saw and this was the one thing that i was waiting for you to talk about because i don't know anything about this game but i know a lot of people like this game mm-hmm. and there i think there's a new game out or is, I, the, is I, metro the new one i don't know you, I know, you're I playing. Another, you're I playing Mini Metro. I was playing Mini. I know there's one about like cars yeah. or something. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I think that's first. the new one. So Mini Metro, I think, is the older one. What are, what are your like? What are where are you at with this? Like, what are your thoughts? What are you, What are you thinking? Or kind of break down the game because I don't, honestly don't know anything about it. It's super chill. I don't know. It's just super chill. It's super chill. What t- is a puzzle game, right? I. I don't know if I could call it a puzzle. Maybe it's a puzzle. What What is the objective? What are you trying to do? Um, basically. Uh, and you're playing this on your phone, right? You're playing. Yes. Okay. Um, you're basically like just creating subway systems, and then having characters. I can't even call them characters because they're really just shapes. They're just shapes going to different That's shapes. Fine. That's fine. Those can be. I mean, have you heard of a little game called Tetris? No. It's just shapes. It's just shapes. Uh, or or Tetraminos, but they're shapes, they're essentially. Shapes. Are there any beats involved? Uh, in Tetris Effect, yes. Okay. Uh, There's also games like Luminous that are just shapes and beats. Oh. There's also a game for the Switch called Just Shapes and Beats. Oh. So, you can... Shapes can be characters, Mike. Learning a lot today. You fucking... Shape... Shapest piece of shit. Mm. Anyways. So, continue with, with Mini Metro. Because I am intrigued by it. Because I, I do... Uh, enjoy a good puzzle game and a good chill game, if I may. Yeah. So, yeah, that's pretty much it. All the stages are based off of real subway systems, I think. So, wait, you, but your goal is your goal to recreate real subway systems or just yeah. make a flowing subway make system? Make a flowing subway system. How do you lose? Is there a kill screen? There's. So, the mode I've been playing is basically. If too many people are like waiting at a station, I don't know what the actual um, 
what actually triggers that. Like, I can see on the screen, like, there are a bunch of people waiting at this station. Okay. Um, I don't know, like, when the station gets full, when that countdown starts, mm-hmm. and how long that countdown actually runs for. Oh, okay. I can see it counting down, but there's no numbers for me to, like, actually count. I just know that it's it's happening. Okay. So, at a certain point, it'll just end. and be like, oh, you know, uh, your subway show closed down because people are waiting for fucking whatever. It's been open for, like, 15 days. Yeah. That's it. Okay. But you're you're kind of in in it right now, like you're. I mean, I mean, I saw you tweeting about it. I feel like that that already means it's at an elevated state of your life. That if you're tweeting about it, I mean, I've, uh, at some point I'll finish up like the last few, uh, places that I didn't play yet, and then I'll be done with it. And then I don't know if I'm gonna revisit it or play endless or do something else. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, there you go. Interesting. Has anything else been finding its way into your rotation, or or yeah, that's, it. that's really the stuff right now? Um, something you'd recommend? I mean, I guess to anyone or like a specific like thing you'd want, like someone would want to be interested in. Listen, I'll I'll say this much. So I saw the game. I like read about the game. I was like, all right, I want to check this out. I went to it, and on the end, so basically, I see. Is on the Android store, it was a dollar. And I think when I showed it to somebody else, and they're like, oh, let me check this out. On the plate, on the iPhone store, it was like $4. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, wow. And also, I signed up for Google Play Pass, and I was doing like the free trial. So, like, the game was for free for me. And depending on how I feel, I'll either can't, when my Game Pass, not Game Pass, Play, Play Pass. Pass Expires or like the free trial ends, I'll end it and then maybe I'll buy the full game. But okay. I'll probably, I might have beaten it by that point. I get you. And I don't know if I'm going to go and actually spend a dollar on the game. How long is the trial for Play Pass? 10 days. Okay. So I do actually want to talk about Play Pass, but before we get into that, uh, this kind of all blend together. The stuff that I've been playing is I know we briefly talked about uh, Apple Arcade last week, but kind of just like a this is the nuts and bolts of it and I didn't really dig into it yet. Like I had it down I had stuff downloaded but I didn't really play much yet. Um but besides the stuff that I've been touching with Apple Arcade, I've been playing Link's Awakening, Untitled Goose Game, which uh pff, Untitled Goose Game is it's like a weird way of making me smile. Like I feel like I'm not laughing out loud. Like it's not like fucking slapping my knee tears coming out of my eyes mm. but i feel like it's like very enjoyable like inner laughs that i have it's it's really fun it's it's a chill game if i may like mm-hmm. i think you would enjoy goose game yeah probably um something to look into after you're you're finished up with mini metro so digging a little bit more into apple arcade the things that i've downloaded so far um bleak sword Eggs of the Gungeon, uh, Choo Choo Rocket, Overland, Grindstone, and that's it for now. The only thing I haven't... I haven't touched Overland or Bleak Sword yet. I've played the other three. And I'll say off the bat, I'm sad that Eggs of the Gungeon is an Apple Arcade exclusive. I don't know if it's going to be a timed exclusive or if it's going to eventually go somewhere else. I understand that 
with Apple Arcade, I can pair a Bluetooth controller to my phone. Mm-hmm. For me personally, if I'm going to go through that trouble, I'm just going to play my Switch. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? I'm not going to... I just don't want to do that. Like, it's not what I'm looking to do. And I think Exit the Gungeon would play really well on a controller, and I would enjoy the experience. But for me personally, I'm just not going to do that at the moment. I just don't... I don't think I need to. Mm. The touch controls were there, and they made sense, but me personally, I just like the tactile feel of a controller, and I don't want to play fucking swipeys on a game like that. Right. Um, that which brings me to Choo Choo Rocket, which was fine. I didn't spend a crazy amount of time in it. I, I enjoy Choo Choo Rocket, but like it's it, it's a mobile puzzle game. I, I've played many of those. I'm not like astonished by it. Grindstone, on the other hand, which is a mobile puzzle game, but like those types of the games are what feel really normal to me on mobile. Like those are what feel like good mobile experiences. Like we talk about threes and stuff like that. Like yeah. puzzle games that you're just using like quick taps or swipes feel really at home on mobile, at least to me. Um and Grindstone is so far very exceptional. It's a really good puzzle game. It works in some uh, light RPG elements with like armor and weapons and like other types of like equipable things that you can unlock and get. And I know Apple Arcade games don't have like pay structures within them, mm-hmm. which I think is pur- purposeful of the of the service. They don't want those types of games to be in Apple Arcade. You can see where those mechanics still exist, but they're not like a pay thing. They're just like a in-the-game thing. So, like, there's a three-heart system where you can only get hit three times. If you get hit three times, you lose the, the puzzle. Then you have to start over. And you have to, like, spend these gems that you get to buy potions to refill your hearts. And I can see that being like a, oh, you lose your hearts, you gotta wait ten hours to play again. Or spend two dollars and get You know what I mean? Like, I can see that being that same structure. It's just they put game mechanics into it instead of making you pay for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's just funny to me because I feel like, like w- without having to spend money, I feel like the game keeps trying to get me to spend money even though it's not making me spend money. But I I think it's just because of a, it's like a mobile game trope in my yeah. brain. Um, but the game is good and I'm liking it a lot and it has a lot of like really good character. Like it, it, it is like a very... I like the atmosphere of the characters, the monsters. Like I like what they've done with this game. It's very uh, animated. It's it feels really cool when you're attacking these things through the puzzle. But I've gotten to I think like level twenty one or twenty two, and the like the game has been ramping up in difficulty, and it, I like that because I I want to be challenged. But I get to the level that I'm on now, twenty one or twenty two, and it is like the worst difficulty spike I think I've ever encountered in a video game. It is like I don't I don't know how to beat it. Like I don't even think it's like a matter of like I don't know. I I it is so bad that after failing the level multiple times, I'm like I don't know if I'm going to come back to this game. And I and it sucks because I'm really enjoying the rest of the game. But I'm like if the, if they're throwing this in here now at level 22, which I don't know how many levels are in the game, but it's still early in the game. Uh, it's like the second world. Oh. So it's like, 
it was a super super difficult spike and i like i might look up to see if there's like a guide on how to beat this level but i don't know if if the game is going to be that difficult from this point on and then get more difficult i don't think i possess the ability to, to play this game which is unfortunate because it's a really good game and i keep seeing a lot of people who are messing around apple arcade like this being one of their gems like this is like one of the best games on apple arcade and i'm confused because level 21 is like a hard stop for me like and i'm usually pretty decent at puzzle games like i like puzzle games so i don't know maybe i'll give it a shot again this weekend to see if i can get through it maybe i was just you know hit a wall and needed to kind of refresh my brain but i don't know the level seems like crazily over over uh or unbalanced i want to say overbalanced doesn't does not get my point across um but with that being said google this week launched google play pass mm-hmm. and what are your thoughts on this so far since you've downloaded the trial and have been playing around with it uh by playing around with it you mean i just use it to get that Ma- one game, Metro. that one game for free to play for 10 days did you look through the rest of the library to see if there's anything I else that was the library and i don't like i i don't really get a lot of paid well i mean i i probably do buy some paid apps but like because i use google um google rewards so like I'll answer surveys and I'll give me like a little bit of money in my balance. Mm-hmm. I typically have enough money in that account to kind of cover any small app that I feel like buying. Okay. So like I, it's not the thing that I don't, I see myself actually sticking with. But do you buy a lot of mobile games on your phone? No, in a lot, that's my point. Like a lot of times if I buy an app, I'm buying an app and not a game. I gotcha. The thing that I did think was interesting that I do not believe Apple Arcade has any is the Google Play Pass has some apps in it too, non, yeah. non-games. That's why I understand. Um, what do you think of them taking the same approach? Do you think it's like good for the Google ecosystem, or you're indifferent, or I'm indifferent. I'm sure. I'm sure it will work. I I don't know what the. I don't know what the losing, like I don't I don't know what would happen if people didn't subscribe to it. Like I don't know if that would actually hurt anybody i think it would hurt the games that are in there because at least i don't think the games like i can i could have just bought the game still oh nothing was like like i said when i went to go get mini metro i saw it was a dollar and i was like well they just launched google play pass let me see if i could get it for free with google play pass and i think it just said yeah you can get it see i'm gonna check right now if it if it'll load real quick I'm pretty sure all of the games in Apple Arcade are only in Apple Arcade. Yeah. Like, I don't think I could download or buy it if I wanted to. Um, let's find something else that's in Apple Arcade since that just told me that I had it already. Uh, let's see, Pinball Wizard. Let's type in that and see what happens. It might not let me actually see because it's probably going to pop up for me to download anyway because I have Apple Arcade. Yeah. Or you know what? It says Apple Arcade on top of it, so it's probably locked in here. Get the pinball wars with Apple Arcade, a game subscription service with access to 100 plus groundbreaking new games. Yeah, I'm I'm assuming that I I'm pretty sure everything that's in Apple Arcade is locked to Apple Arcade, at least on Apple. So devices. like now when I open up um, my Play Store, it will just open up. This isn't what the window used to be. 
and I'll just say like, "What are you in the mood for?" And you can see like the price is crossed off, and it has the Play Pass logo next to it. Yeah. So like, I could have bought this, but now oh, Stardew get, Valley, my guy. Stardew, I can get Limbo. I have Reigns on the Switch. It's pretty fun. So that might be um, worth your time. I feel like Reigns would work really yeah. good on mobile too. It's it's my... a super mobile friendly game. Oops. Just want to see if this. Nope. Never mind. I don't know. Yeah. So if I do. if I go to the App Store on my phone, it's like. The regular app store, and then there's a separate tab for arcade. That's yeah. here's all the arcade stuff. Cat Quest Two, I should probably download. I mean, there's some other things. I've been looking at people's lists on, like you know, people that like IGN and stuff like that. Like looking at their lists of the Apple Arcade games they recommend. So I'm I'm gonna play around with some more stuff and see if there's anything else there for me. But I will say, I think a lot of people are really enjoying Apple Arcade. I just don't think it's an experience for me, at least not now. Maybe at some point it will be, but for right now, I don't think it's something I need to really invest too much time or energy into. That being said, it's, what, five bucks a month? Uh, yes. So I'll probably forget to cancel my free trial, and I'll probably get charged for it forever and probably just forget. So yeah. congratulations, Tim Apple. You have my money for a long time. Yeah, I mean, if, if, I, were indefinitely. To, if I were to stick with it, I think... Um, 10 days free and then for the first year it'll be two dollars two bucks yeah and then so it like, goes up to five it goes up to five so like yeah. i could get it for a year spend 24 dollars right now but i just i feel like really at the end of it i would have i would save like i wasn't going to spend 24 dollars yeah over the course of the year on, the on games yeah i mean if they add good experiences or yeah. stuff you know whatever i mean and the the real not real shitty thing but the thing that i saw some people complain about that i agree with is that i've got a few different services that i spend money on on in google's ecosystem and it would make my life easier if they could just kind of lump them all together as one payment as opposed to me spending yeah i've got a reoccurring bill on the fourth and the 15th and then like the end of the month Mm -hmm. on like different things yeah, I mean, so that that kind of snowballs me into the next thing I wanted to bring up, which was we're clearly moving in the direction of Apple has this payment plan now. Google now has one. Google's also going to have Stadia mm-hmm. soon. The the early adopter people, is it soon? It might actually be November. I think, yeah, I think it is November. Um, so they have that coming up. Obviously, we're getting updates to xCloud. PlayStation will probably have some sort of answer for their next plat, like what their launch of the PS5 or whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming we'll have some sort of streaming element. Um, I feel like there's another big, big player that I'm missing here. Uh, streaming service. I feel like there's a big one that I'm not. You're talking not about thinking. just games. Yeah. Uh, then I don't remember. I know. I know. There's been rumblings for a while of Amazon dipping into the thing. I think it's something we brought up last week. But with with this past week and Microsoft showing off or talking a little bit more about xCloud and launching their beta program um, next month, do you think that we're on the heels of transitioning to not buying games and just buying services? Um, or do you think that's like still like 10 years away? I, probably not 10 years away. But we're probably getting really close to it. Yeah. How do you feel about that idea? Uh, I mean, I think it's one of those things that I personally don't really like right now. But once once it gets into full swing, I'll be like, oh, you know what? This is fine. 
and then it will take like a dark turn like our streaming wars are now yeah like ah shit well so the i kind of have a little bit of a different mindset of it right now is i think we're going to start off in the dark time Mm -hmm. i think we're going to start off with everyone is going to try to have their own thing like i can see ea being like we're going to do our own i mean they have ea access like we're going to do our own thing so it's like you get ea games but you have to pay us for it and then i can see you know epic doing one for consoles and i can see you know way down the line probably the last one to do it nintendo being like sure you sign up for the nintendo whatever and you get all of our games uh first party games for the console whatever um and i think it will take some time after that to eventually be like all right the EA one's going to go away and it's just going to be built into the Xbox and PlayStation and whatever ones and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I'm not looking forward to... I'm, there There are things that I like about the streaming future, which is if all my saves and stuff are in the cloud, I feel really good if my Xbox breaks, mm-hmm. that I just get a new Xbox and voila, my sa- like all my data is still just there, ready to go. Yeah. Um, or I like the ability to be like, hey, you know what? Like, I have this stuff. I go to your house, and I can just be like, all right, I got, I'll just, you know, here, yeah. sign in, and cool, we got all my shit right here. Let me just play. Like, I like those types of things. Um, obviously, I'm a big fan of physical media and having my collection. Uh, that's something that I've talked about many times on here. Um, so I'm sad about the digital future in that way where I like to have, like, my physical things, and I like to feel like I own it a little bit because in the digital space right now, if you buy something, if for whatever reason it gets pulled off a store, you can lose that um, unless you already have it downloaded. I I think if you have it downloaded, you're fine, but you wouldn't be able to re-download it or anything like that. And it wouldn't... That's not something that would work with, say, Stadia, where you're just exactly. streaming. Yeah, so with something like Stadia, when we move to the streaming side of things, if they decide to pull something off the store, I, I think that just means you're fucking done with that game, mm-hmm. uh, which kind of sucks. And when it, you get into games that have licensing in them, that's a real problem. Like, you think about, you know, games that license music. Mm-hmm. Like, that's probably the very base, is like, if you're playing a sports game or a racing game or something that has licensed music... At some point, unless they change the way that they handle these licensing deals for streaming games, those licensing deals are going to be up, and it's probably not profitable for the developer or the service or whoever's in charge of that decision to re-up that license because it, they already no one's buying the game or whatever. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it it's going to be a weird space, and I think there's going to be a lot of hiccups in in you know potholes in that road that really affect a lot of people a lot of times in the early stages of the stuff um aside from just the fact of like the strictly streaming stuff like xcloud and 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 stadia is really just dependent on your internet connection and if everything's tied to the streaming platform and you have crappy service or you go somewhere you have crappy service or you just live somewhere where you get crappy service you're kind of just fucking screwed yeah so there's definitely a lot of things that i'm worried about and not super thrilled to experience but i do think that we are moving into the realm of all of these moves in this direction are inevitable 
and eventually most of the stuff is going to go in that direction. Maybe it won't go all completely streaming, but we are definitely moving towards the all digital mm-hmm. age soon. I mean, you're going to see stores carrying less and less physical games. You're going to see people making less and less physical games. You'll still probably see things like limited run and stuff like that doing stuff like special editions of digital only games and stuff like that until we get to the point where consoles don't have disc trays or, or USB drives or whatever that can put, you know, media into the platform. Um, I do like some of the stuff that Xbox talked about for XLab. Um, I didn't know that they were going to make it so that you could uh, basically do remote play from your Xbox, which if that works well, I'm fucking thrilled about that because I desperately wanted to play Persona 5 on my Vita in my bedroom. And between my living room and my bedroom, apparently that's not a fucking reality, which is unfortunate because I feel like if Sony knocked that out of the park, they probably could have gave some life to the Vita. Yeah. But I don't know. I, it'll be interesting to see where, where things go in that realm of gaming. I think we're it's inevitable we're going to continue to move in that direction, though. It'll be interesting to see where Nintendo fits into that. I know they have the partnership with... Uh, they have, they have two partnerships with like companies that have online savviness. Mm-hmm. Gung Ho, I think, is one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I forget the names of the companies. They handle a lot of mobile stuff, but I think they have like a a part of their situation. I can see them teaming up with Microsoft and Project X Cloud to handle some of that stuff. Yeah. I know Sony is also doing the same thing, and honestly. They're going to need to be a unified front against Google, especially if Stadia is a fucking success, like a big success. Yeah, which is, yeah, I I don't know if it's going to be a big success. Well, according to Google, the, did you see this, that, uh, what is the, what is the the Founders Edition, as it was Mm -hmm. called? It's sold out, which I don't know how that's a thing, but. They only made so many controllers. I think that's what they're tying it to, because. What does it grant you? It grants you a contro- a special controller. It gives you a controller, a Chromecast Ultra, um, you know, first dibs on the name. Yeah. Um, I think three months for yourself, and then you can gift you can gift three months to somebody else. So my guess is they're just making a limited amount of controllers. Yeah, probably. Because it's not a special Chromecast. It's just a Chromecast, right? It's it's the high end Chromecast. Like there's but something that they make. There's something that they already make. Yeah. So. My guess is that this is being specifically being tied to the controller as a way to build more like, oh, I need to buy this right away because I want mm-hmm. I want the special thing. Yeah. Um, uh, did it sell out like recently? It, yeah, it was like a recent thing. I saw like an article somewhere or something saying like Google, Google states uh, Founder Edition is selling out. Yeah, I mean, when did they announce this thing? Stadia? Yeah. They announced it like at E3 or like the week before E3 or yeah, something like that. Or maybe it was at E3. It was a while ago. And like it's about to, like the Founders Edition is about to launch. Like They're just building hype. Yeah, they're just like, but hey guys, if you didn't buy it, you better buy it now because we're running out. Did you, you didn't get your controller in the mail or anything, right? Not, I think we're supposed to get it. In, Soon? 
I think we're supposed to get it in November. Maybe ah. I don't remember when the actual thing launches, but I think they. I remember the month November being brought up. It. I know the free service to everyone doesn't open until next year. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's coming in January or not, but I know 2020 is when non-paid Stadia yeah. users users can play. Um, I don't know. I, I'm still hesitant. I haven't dip, dipped in yet because. Whatever. I've got the three months. I don't. Yeah. If you want, you can use the three months. Yeah, I mean, if no one else is going to take it, I mean, sure. I mean, I'll hop in. It's compatible with Bluetooth controllers, right? So I can just uh, use yeah, a so. Xbox or a PS4 controller? Or you could start using that fucking keyboard and mouse, brother. Who do you think I am? You're, John, you're fucking Greggy Gamer. Greggy Gamer? <laughs> I think that's copyrighted already. Uh, so moving into one of our other topics for the night is Marvel... And Disney and Sony have come to an agreement mm-hmm. to get our boy Tommy Holland mm-hmm. back in the MCU. Right. So the deal breaks down like this. Spider-Man 3, which is going to come in 2021, mm-hmm. is being produced by... Sony? Well, produced. being produced by Feige. Okay, yeah. Uh, that's usually his role, right? Executive producer. Something like that. So he's in charge of Spider-Man 3, mm-hmm. which is great. Fantastic. Awesome. Cool. And then Spider-Man, Tom Holland, has one more MCU appearance tied to this, which is not, they didn't disclose what that is. Mm-hmm. So my guess is it will be him in another movie, like mm-hmm. a non-Spider-Man movie. Yeah. Um, Disney gets 25% of the profits of the movie. They retain all of the merchandise rights. Mm-hmm. There might have been one other thing in there for it. What do we think this means? Well, first of all, I mean, I'm super excited about this. I don't know how you feel about this. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah. Yep. No, not not a big Spidey guy? It, it, hey, listen, that's good. I'm, I'm glad they worked it out because people were very bummed about they that. They were? Were you not bummed? I was bummed. I was bummed, but, like, I I knew this was, like, just a big old corporate battle. Yeah. It was, it was Kramer versus Kramer all over again. Mm-hmm. So, with this happening, do you think that, like, what do you think this ultimately means? Because this is a much shorter contract than his previous one. Mm -hmm. Do you think this means they're going to write this next Spider-Man movie in a way that keeps him, like, keeps him out of the MCU? Like, so so if the Spider-Man movie's not coming until 2021... It's possible that his appearance in the MCU can be before that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, which, if that's the case, l- l- let's just say between now and I believe it was like July something, twenty twenty one. Which apparently, apparently July is a Spider Man month because it's the past two were in July as well. Um, the movies in between that gap, who would it make sense for him to even show up in? Um, I forget. So we're getting Widow, which I would imagine, no, because he's probably not even alive yet. Yeah, it takes place in the past. Um, Eternals. Mm-hmm. It's in space. Thor. Is Thor in that slate? Mm-hmm. I think it's Eternals. Whatever I just said. Black, Thor. Black Widow. Oh, Black Widow, yes. Um, Thor. There's other movies that are in that time. I would be shocked if they used him in an MCU show. On Disney Plus. Yeah, that'd be weird. I mean, it's, it, it's doable. It's, it it could happen, but I don't know where it would make sense for him to show up. 
we forgetting? We just listed Black Widow. I just don't know what's supposed to come out before 2021 July. There was another one. Uh, oh, saying she. Would that make sense for him to show up in? I don't know. Probably not. Black Panther 2 is not for this phase, right? No, I don't even... Yeah. They didn't the, I think they just made. announced that it's happening yeah. and Cougar's at the helm again. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I'm i drawing a really bad blank right now. Who else? I don't know who else... Wh- wh- aside from n- knowing the timeline, because I don't think they have an actual time... Do they have a timeline tied to it of... Of the films? Like, when they're supposed to come out? Uh, I thought they did. Uh, I know Black Widow is, like, coming out May next year, Let's maybe? see. I'll pull it up real quick, because now I feel like a big old dum-dum. We'll go back to the dum-dum factory. <laughs> I haven't watched that in a while. Let's see. Phase four. We got... Oh, yeah, Doctor Strange. I forgot about that. Black Widow is supposed to be 2020. Eternals, 2020. Shang-Chi, 2021. Doctor Strange, 2021. Spider-Man 3, 2021. Thor, Love, and Thunder, 2021. So that's what's supposed to be in the next two years. And then the TV series, Falcon Winter Soldier, is that supposed to take place at, in the current time as Falcon as Cap? Or, yes. Okay. So he could be there. I don't know why they would. WandaVision, I guess, would be no. Loki, my guess would be no, because that's like alternate timeline. Loki's... What we're supposed to believe. What if? Sure. Hawkeye, I doubt it. Miss Marvel, I doubt uh, I mean, no, she, she, she's in New York, right? I free, I don't know. I think she's in Jersey, which I mean, well, close enough. Yeah, so it could be there. I don't know why they would do that. He's but... like a friendly neighbor in Spider-Man. He tries to stay within the neighborhood. You don't want to. Except for in Far From Home, where he was in. Yeah. Fucking Europe in. Uh, That's why it's called Far From Home. Homecoming, which he was in DC. So. Uh... Yeah, but mm. okay, is he gonna go to Jersey? Like, no, <laughs> no, no one. No. I don't know, Mike. The, the cake boss is there. He wants to get some cakes for, for MJ. Oh. So yeah, he runs into Kamala Khan, and there we go. Mm. Moon Knight, She-Hulk. I don't see him really making his other appearance as in a TV series. In the other movies, I feel like Thor is going to all take place in not Earth. So he probably won't be there. Unless he like says hi to Jane Foster before she like leaves her. Like, hey. Mm. I, I don't know where it would be in these, so maybe it would end up being after. Unless it's Doctor Strange, but... Because Doctor Strange would be in New York. Yeah. Potentially. Yeah, for a bit. I don't know where, where Shang-Chi takes place or is supposed to take place. Is it on Earth? Or uh, no? Yeah, on Earth, don't know where. And then the Eternals is in the past? I think the Eternals, as our name sort of uh, implies... They span through a large stretch of time. I gotcha. Also, He's probably think, not showing up there. Also, I think they're in space. Okay. And Black Widow, again, in the past, much, much further in the past than uh, Peter Parker was doing webby things. Mm-hmm. All that being said, right. regardless of where he shows up in his other MCU appearance, mm-hmm. knowing that this is a super, hey, we're doing Spider-Man 3 together, one more MCU thing, and then, uh, oh, this deal's done again. Do we think they're going to make another deal after that for Spider-Man 4? Or... Because Sony came out and threw out their whole plans for what seemed like 20 million Spider-Man related movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you did you read what Feige said? About Spider-Man? Yeah. I did not. Or I may have, but I don't you remember. Um, let me just pull up the relevant quote here. Uh, let's see. I was talking to Dom. You know, I sent him that picture of uh, what's-his-face as Superman. 
If I'm thrilled, Spider Spidey's journey in the MCU will continue, and and I and all of us at Marvel Studios are very excited that we get to keep working on Spider-Man's very powerful icon, hero whose story crosses all ages and audiences around the globe. He also happens to be the only hero with the superpower to cross cross cinematic universes. So as Sony continues to develop their own Spideyverse, you never know what surprises the future might hold. So maybe they're gonna do a thing with like a a Spideyverse, and Spider-Man will a lot of those other things will take place in a separate universe where spider-man goes over and says hello i'm tom holland and this that and the other so you think that they're gonna set this up to be be a way so that like the so the way it currently is is tom holland spider-man is going to leave the mcu and go to an alternate spider-verse and then when they need him in the mcu or make a deal he goes through to a, a different multiverse oh maybe is that what is that what you're implying um something on those lines or maybe they'll just you know sony will continue like because i think part of the deal is like now sony can use spider-man in like these other like side ventures that they're doing i mean i would imagine because with they, all the movies they they yeah. they announced to be like in what they're gonna make yeah I, I would be confused if Spider-Man didn't show up in any of those movies. Because previously, that when they made Venom, that was, like, why Spider-Man was not in Venom. Because of Disney. Because of, like, the deal they had made. Yeah. So now Well, I mean, and I get that, because Disney needs to be very careful about, like, we're building this giant fucking universe where we're trying to be very careful about every decision, story, all the stuff we make. If you start putting this character in other shit that we don't have any say over, you can confuse people that are mm-hmm. not invested Right. Or heavily invested to know that these are not related movies. Mm-hmm. Um, I th- see. I don't know. I kind of read that as a different thing. I kind of read it as all of those other movies might just take place in in the same MCU, but be contained to like. No, it wouldn't fucking make any sense because then the MCU wouldn't be able to use other New York based heroes mm-hmm. with without referencing any of the shit that's going on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Unless they just work out some other deal that's like, listen, we'll like advise each other on these things so we don't confuse people. So it's like, hey, we're bringing in the Fantastic Four right now, so like we're going to make a reference to Venom and Carnage fucking blowing shit up over there. Mm-hmm. But they're not going to come in the movies. They're just going to reference it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know how they get around that. So, because I feel like regardless, even if they do, like, let's say they do the split multiverse thing where it's like, mm-hmm. there's going to be the MCU multiverse and then there's going to be the fucking Spider-Verse over here. Mm-hmm. Sony's going to handle all the Spider-Verse shit and then they might do some crossovers in between. But I feel like unless you're super invested, you're still going to not know that that's a thing. Well, so would this be the place where Mr. fucking Dr. Stephen Strange with his multiverse of madness are like all right here's how we kind of set this part up i mean maybe so here here's the thing is that it's not like this is like the first year of disney trying to fucking pull this shit off you know what i mean like they've been planning this stuff they've been working this stuff they obviously have i would imagine like overarching visions for the phases in the movies and stuff like that and I would have to imagine that they have contingency plans on whether or not they 
have the ability to use Spider-Man. Yes. So that they can be flexible with the rest of their movies. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, w- I would have to imagine that they're prepared either way to do things in in response to whether or not they have Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And... Like, when they were... When, when they knew the deal was going to end with, with Far From Home, mm-hmm. if Disney slash Marvel Studios slash Kevin Feige have a basically from my understanding they write the movies or they advise they may not write it but they advise on everything yeah I think they advise well I don't read too much into it but I believe Sony like foots the bill and whatever and they make the movie but Disney has creative input so like they're like, all right, here's what we want, and then Disney can come and be like, all right, you should do this, you should do this, you should do this. I don't know if they have to listen to them. Okay. But they must have they, to. They probably do. Okay. So my guess is, again, knowing that this deal expires with this movie, they're obviously going to be very careful with how they write home, Far From Home, especially the ending of it, mm-hmm. knowing that there is potential. We do not get to use this character again, at least not anytime soon. Mm -hmm. So my interpretation of Far From Home is I got the vibe of they tried to set it up with the potential of it's ending on this note of Spider-Man can now be contained in New York for now, Mm -hmm. if that's what we have to do. Yeah. Um... By kind of setting up a personal Spider-Man arc mm-hmm. with Jameson. Yeah. Um, and that kind of protects on both fronts. Because if they lose Spider-Man, cool. Well, Spider-Man's off. He's If Sony sticks to what they've been doing, like Sony, uh, Spider-Man's now like got to deal with the fact that his identity's been out and mm-hmm. he's in New York. So he's, they can play around with that. Or, you know, they can... MCU can work him back in for however the fuck they want to do but oh shit we gotta get Spider-Man out of New York because mm. people are fucking going for him or something whatever um, I would imagine that with this new deal though they would be careful again about how they write the script for Spider-Man 3 mm. or how they end the movie at the very least because it's the same scenario of at least as it stands publicly, this is the only one. So it's I don't know. It's it's so interesting to me. It's like it's just a weird scenario. Like it almost seems like if it's a something that they can't continue to work out, it almost seems not worth it to Marvel slash Disney because potentially they're just building a character or building up the character of Tom Holland Spider-Man mm-hmm. as being someone that people love in the MCU and, and whatever and if they lose him permanently some fans will be upset about that mm-hmm. but then there'll be also the fans that are just not heavily engaged and confused when they go see another Spider-Man movie after the fact that still has Tom Holland but all of this other stuff is now not related. And I can see that just being bad for the brand of the MCU. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Because I, I feel like there was 
I mean, maybe on a very base level moviegoer consumer thinking that like all superhero movies are connected, like that the X-Men movies were part of it and then stuff yeah. like that. But those same people might also think that like the Batman movies are somehow connected. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that super base level of we're just going because whatever. Um, but I feel like Marvel, besides the fact that they couldn't mention mutants anyway, I feel like that it was always very apparent to me that they were just different fucking universes. Mm-hmm. Like it was never a thing. Again, we're super invested in in it, so it's kind of hard to to look at it through the lens of someone who is not. But I would imagine that with the property of Spider-Man and not, it's not something they control fully. It almost seems not worth it if it's not a long-term deal they can work out. Because it could, like I said, potentially tarnish the MCU. Yeah. Um, the way I've seen it, or the way that I see it, is that the way they had structured it up until this point narratively speaking disney held all the cards like they could they could drop spider-man like a fucking hot potato yeah and they could still start cranking out stories and with what they had left they could nary reference spider-man at all and the years would keep spinning it was spider-man who was sort of stuck in a situation of like if i can't talk about any of these things at all yeah something's weird on our end so like spider i mean mcu as a whole would you know keep trucking along i think story-wise and stuff it would be fine i think i'm 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 more talking like consumer consumer, confusion consumer confusion but i think they would all be confused about go walking into spider-man i think if they walked into any of the following mcu movies if spider-man was not mentioned at all i don't think anyone would be like that's odd i mean it might maybe like once or twice be like oh you know it's kind of they probably should have asked Spider-Man to help. Yeah. I wonder why they didn't do it. But I think it's Spider-Man, if those same people are walking Spider-Man movies, they'd be sitting there like, oh, well, why didn't he fucking bring up this guy? Yeah. You've got you've got uh, Fury's phone number now. Why don't you fucking give him a little ring-a-ding? Hmm. I wonder if... The, Sony would be the ones that would have to kind of answer those questions for people. Yeah, I mean, it... They're the ones it, that would it, have, like, their brand, quote-unquote, tarnished, especially if the movies don't hit the same quality yeah which i mean just looking at the history of these things mm-hmm. they won't just look i mean if you're looking at it, the history of the sony marvel uh, marvel movies compared to the disney ones mm-hmm. they're not on the same level mm-hmm. would you would you say they are um listen i i always go to bat for spider-man one and two uh the the Raimi's. Yeah, the yeah. Enemies. I mean, also oh, a different time. Different time. So it's but, hard to compare those to like I, I, current day. I give them that. I never cared for the Andrew Garfield ones. I had zero interest. Um, so I don't know if, given the, the foundation they have now with this current series, if they could maintain it anyway. If they like learned anything that they need to do to keep these things going forward. Yeah. Um, maybe, I don't know. Um, especially with all these other, I mean, with their plan to do like run off doing a whole bunch of shit with all these other characters, maybe with that kind of freedom, creatively speaking, maybe they'll be able to strike gold again. Maybe their fucking Morbius movie for whatever reason, like you know what, this is actually pretty good or something weird like that. I mean, uh, Spider Man is is a rich vein. 
I mean, there's a lot there that they could do stuff with it. Mm-hmm. It's just, I think what makes, at least for me, what makes the Marvel movies so special is that it's all intertwined. Like, that's, like, the overarching thing is what makes me really drawn to a lot of this stuff is that it's, like, it's just telling a larger narrative across multiple things. And it's it's exciting because you're always waiting for, like, who's going to show up next. Like, you're always, at least me, I'm always looking forward to the post credit scene. Who's coming next and who's going to cross over with who and all, like, all that stuff is just always great to speculate about and think about and, and when it happens, for the most part, all the stuff on screen is fucking awesome to see. Mm-hmm. So, it uh, it'll be interesting. I, I now that I think about it after hearing your explanation, Sony does have a lot to lose if if they don't do the deal as well. I mean, yeah. there, there's there, there's a lot on both sides, a lot of pressure. Yeah, and that's why I believe when Marvel or Disney came in during the first round of negotiations and like we're not gonna budge is because they knew at least in that regard, Sony had a lot to lose. Like Sony would probably have to cave in for yeah. that deal. Huh. It's crazy to me. I mean, I I don't care if Disney ends up owning Spider-Man or not. Mm-hmm. But I think it it is mutually beneficial for the two of them to play nice, at least for now. Uh, just to add on to that, I figured this would be the best time to mention it because I only recently found out. So I was hearing people talking about how like apple might buy sony pictures Mm -hmm. yeah we we mentioned i mentioned it last week we mentioned it last week i did not know that in the event that happens because the deal that was arranged spider-man would then just revert back to marvel whoa yeah why is that so it's is it because the way the deal was written like i think they said if someone were to buy sony pictures then or yeah if anyone were to buy sony pictures then the IP rights for Spider-Man would immediately would revert back to Marvel. Wow. I mean, if I'm Disney, I'm praying that happens. Yeah. But then I don't know. I don't know what. Like I, I feel like Apple purchasing Sony Pictures. I would imagine a big part of that would be wanting to buy Spider-Man because that would be a fucking amazing IP to own. Who? What else would they? I know we we kind of like. I don't. I don't. I don't know what else Sony Pictures would include to be if it would be I, worth it to purchase. I forget what they have. What I have to look it up. But Does Sony not make a lot of money on its entertainment branch? I would imagine Sony Pictures is prof- like profitable. I I guess um, sort of like Fox, where like they were making money, but on the long term, that particular branch was losing. And it would make more sense for them to restructure and focus on what's actually working let everything else go. I'm going to quickly just type in Sony Pictures IP and see what shows up. So, Columbia, this yeah. man, I mean... I, yeah, you have to look to see what yeah. each of those things produces. I, I mean, it, it has these four things pulled out. Charlie's Angels, Jumanji, and then the Sony's, Sony's universe of Marvel. Uh... I mean, I'm not gonna start clicking all these links to. We'll see. What... Oh well, if it, I mean, if it gives them stuff like Jeopardy. Uh, I don't know how much the rest. Of... Oh, Breaking like... Bad. So Sony's owned by Breaking Bad's owned by Sony. You see, that's the weird thing is that certain companies like produce. Produce stuff and then they end up going to a different network. Yeah. For instance, that's how I HBO mean... Max got. Um, you know. Big Bang Theory and Friends or whatever. Yeah. I mean, I, I clicked on the Columbia Pictures franchise, and I'm assuming that it 
the purchase of Sony Pictures is all of these yeah. sub pictures films houses in here. Yeah. So, so like they'd get they'd get some things that I'm sure generate money. Ghostbusters, mm-hmm. Hotel Transylvania, Jumanji. The Jumanji films have done really well, right? The new the, ones. The new ones, yeah. Um, well, the new one. I think they've only made one so far. And they got did the new Men in Black do well? Because Men in Black. The new in here. Men in Black did not. Uh, Stuart Little. I'm assuming that cranks some some dough. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Uh, but but what else? What do we got here? Anaconda, Lake Placid. I mean, I'm sure there are some things here. Death Note's in there for some reason. Um. Oh, because Resident Evil, Underworld, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. I mean, there there's some stuff. I don't know. Starship Troopers. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, there's some stuff. And I, I imagine they would also, on top of like taking their IP... Three Stooges. On top of taking their IP, they'll maybe use that to produce more stuff for Apple TV. Yeah, I mean, I think that would be the purpose of the purchase yes. overall, would be to bump up the Apple, Apple Plus content. Mm-hmm. Which makes sense. It makes sense for them to do something like that. And I, I imagine, if it's not Sony Pictures... Apple will probably try to purchase someone at some point to mm-hmm. make that a more worthwhile service, especially going up against Disney's because Disney's is just fucking ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But before we wrap things up, Mike, okay. this episode of the Pass Control Podcast is sponsored by our good friends at Goodnight Fatty. If you're in the Salem, Massachusetts area on a Friday or Saturday night from 7 to 11, you can head on down to Higginson Square or 1 Washington Square or on Sunday at the Washington Square location from five to ten and get yourself a delicious fatty and if you're wondering what a fatty is you can check them out on social media at goodnight fatty and educate yourself on these tasty tasty treats and if you're looking for something a little bit different you can head on down to their one washington square location on a saturday or sunday morning from eight to two and get yourself a chubby um and yeah if you do head down there let them know that past the controller sent you and let me tell you you will not be disappointed if you head on down to goodnight fatty i mean i never am i don't know if you are mike i don't know i don't think so so unless they have nothing but nuts in which case i'm like oh no yeah well that's like oh nuts ingredients inside oh nuts every weekend they have a different rotation of fatties both locations have the same set of fatties every weekend they are different and they're always full of some bangers I'm excited to see what they have this weekend because I have not been on there. Did you go last weekend? Because I was not around. Uh, did I? I think I. Did I? I think I did. For some reason, I don't. Was I not here last weekend? I was somewhere. Uh, I feel like I didn't get cookies last weekend. I don't what, know. What happened last weekend? I don't know. We recorded on. A was Friday? I not here? Honestly, I don't know what's going on. I don't remember. It's I'm in I'm caught in a haze here. I'm gonna look at my I'm gonna look at my maps to figure shit out. Where you were? Yeah. Um, because now I'm like freaking out. I feel like I did get cookies, but I don't remember if I went. With yeah, you I, or... I feel like I didn't get cookies last weekend. I feel like I wasn't here or something. And now I just don't remember. It's weird what we can do. The last thing that well, there were some other things I want to talk about. We talked longer than I anticipated. So the last thing I do want to bring up real quick before we wrap things up here for episode 162 of the Past Control Podcast, Mike. With all this news around the MCU and Spider-Man coming back, at least for a brief period of time, there was another little nugget of news that has me very excited. And I don't know how you feel about it, but it looks like Disney is now tapping Kevin Feige to produce some Star Wars content. Mm -hmm. I don't know if they've said it's going to be like a set of movies or just one movie or what. Or do they say it's a Disney Plus show? Or do they just say he's coming in to do some Star Wars stuff? I think they just said... 
he's doing some Star Wars things. Where do you fall on this? Like, how, how, what does this do for you? Um, yeah, you know, I'm, so I'll put it this way. Um, I like what Feige's done with Marvel stuff. Yeah. Um, and I have not watched Game of Thrones. Okay. Someone at work had asked me how I felt about D&D doing Star Wars stuff. He's, he's like, just real quick, like, thumbs up, thumbs down. And I gave... D&D? The guys that did Game of Thrones. Okay. Uh, I forget their actual names. What are they doing? They were supposed to be doing some Star Wars movies, I believe. I thought... So, wait, I, I know that there was supposed to be another trilogy coming from Rain Johnson, right? Yeah. And there's also a Game of Thrones writer one coming, too? Yeah. Uh, hmm. the, the was two it supposed them... to be a TV show for Disney Plus? No, I think they were doing a movie. Well, okay. We really should fucking do research before we yeah, start talking. You know. Anywho, um, and I like thought about it, and again, didn't watch Game of Thrones, and I heard bad things about the last two seasons or whatever. Yep. And I still gave him a thumbs up. So I was like, yeah, you know what? Star Wars is probably going to be fine. Um, so I'm in the same place. I'm like, yeah, you know, it's, it's probably going to be fine. It'll probably, you know, I think at this point... Feige probably figured out like, all right, this is what people want out of a movie. Yeah. Whether that same Marvel charm or fucking formula translates to Star Wars, I don't know. My take on it is, I think that with the Last Jedi coming out in December, and the future of Star Wars in a little bit of an uncertain place, at least. You can you can see that being something that they're actively trying to. So my feelings on the Star Wars fan base is that it's very divisive. There's people that hate all the new shit, and there's people that like all the new shit, and there's really not a lot of in between. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of vocal people on both sides. Mm-hmm. I happen to really enjoy Force Awakens, Last Jedi. I love the Last Jedi. I think Last Jedi is a top three Star Wars film. I think it's fantastic. I love that movie. Um, is it a perfect movie? No. Is every piece of media that I love perfect? Absolutely not. Is anything perfect? Not really. Mm. But I really love Last Jedi. Um, that being said, I think that there's been a lot of attacks on Star Wars in the last few years mm. for many reasons. For Solo, for I feel like Rogue One's the only like unscathed thing. Yeah, I think everyone just like, yeah, Rogue One was pretty good. It was a good movie. I like Rogue One. Um, but I also like Force Awakens. Um, but I feel like I feel like everything's been, whether they, you know, perform well monetarily-wise, all this stuff, there's been negativity attached to them for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. And I think that Disney's probably looking for someone like Feige who is like, listen, people love what he's doing with Marvel. They really haven't fucked up in Marvel yet. Like, not really any big fuck-ups, at least. There might uh, be some little flumbles. Yeah, um, I definitely in the early parts of Phase 1, and then, you know... So long ago, though. It was so long ago, and, you know... And they people, were still figuring it out. That was before they caught their stride. People, I, uh, it depends on what you mean by a fumble, I guess. Have any of the movies in the MCU underperformed? Not... 
not as of late. I think the only one I can ever think of like actually qualifying as underperforming was maybe The Incredible Hulk. Maybe. Which I don't even fucking count that movie. Yeah. Was Faggy involved back then? Uh, I think so. Was he involved from the beginning? I believe so. I didn't know that. Um, regardless, I think for the most part, he's looked at in a favorable light from the fans. Yes. I would argue. Mm-hmm. So my guess is that Disney's like, okay, we thought J.J. was this person that mm-hmm. could like get people happy, invested, and whatever. And I think there are people that are happy J.J.'s doing the third film. Yeah. But I think going forward, they really want someone that has a very good presence with the fans. And I think Feige is that type of person right now where, again, he could fucking fuck everything up in Star Wars and then everyone be like, well, fuck Feige, whatever. And regardless of what he does, there'll probably still be plenty of people that go, fuck Feige, he ruined Star Wars. Mm -hmm. But I think Disney is probably actively looking for someone like him who clearly can handle a really big franchise a la the MCU mm-hmm. with care and respect and deliver time and time again. So I think they're hoping that maybe he can bring some of that Marvel magic to Star Wars and get people excited again. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm excited to see what he ends up doing. But I'm also the same person that's excited about uh, Sky, uh, Rise of Skywalker and really excited about The Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. That being said, the last thing that I want to ask you, Mike, is there's rumblings that he's going to bring some major star from the MCU over to Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Major or not, who would you want to see from the MCU be in a starring role in Star Wars? Uh, the guy who plays Black, Man- Black Panther. There you go. Bozeman? Chadwick Bozeman? Yeah. Okay. I'm down with that. Mm-hmm. I'm down with that. I was thinking something a little different. I was thinking, what's fucking, what's RDJ up to now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, honestly, if he's bringing somebody to play like a major role there, I would imagine it'd be someone who's no longer... In the MCU. Yeah, having a major role in the MCU. Yeah. So it'd be either RDJ, Chris Evans, or... Uh, Scarlett Johansson, maybe. Do you think that they bring over RDJ in, like, a major role? Maybe not main character, but, like, major, like, plot role mm-hmm. as, as a Star Wars person? Do you think it can be, like, the Iron Man to the MCU and, like, jumpstart Star Wars again? Uh... Do you think he... You, you, what do you, like... I wonder how fans react. As a person who did not follow his career at all, and basically since Iron Man, the first one, I don't think I've seen him in anything else. I mean, I, I probably haven't either, but... I don't know what his range is as an actor. I, I, don't, I think he... I don't want I to... think he has Oscars, or maybe not, but I think he's been in, like, good acting roles. Yeah, what I'm saying is I don't really want to see, like... Iron Man 2.0 in Star Wars. Like, I'm not okay. looking to see him play, like, the same character again. I gotcha. Well, I mean, not even playing, like, in that same character, but, like, I'm saying him being kind of, like, a... He clearly is someone that will be missed in the MCU going forward and has a special place in yeah. MCU fans' hearts. I don't know. I mean, I, honestly, I wouldn't hate Chris Evans being there either. 
I don't know how he would be in the Star Wars universe, though. And, I mean, you know my feelings on Brie Larson, so I'm all, all about if she hops in. But I I don't know. I don't know who they would do. I mean, what about fucking Michael B. Jordan? Yeah, I guess. I mean, I'm down with that. Because he's potentially dead in the MCU. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I don't even think that needs to be someone that's not in the MCU. Like, I think it can still be someone that's still alive in the yeah. MCU and doing stuff. Yeah, I well, I'm what I'm saying is someone who probably wouldn't have like a huge conflict, like a scheduling conflict, filming current MCU. Oh, I got you. Yeah, that that makes sense. But I mean, if it's under the Disney umbrella, they could probably schedule that a lot easier than if it was like some other yeah situation. What if I don't was even thinking about this, but what if? Because I feel like this particular actor would be really good at doing their own stunts and really good at like the fucking type of fight scenes that you and Dom like, flippies, mm-hmm. Tom Holland would be fucking flipping around and shit in the lightsaber fights. He'd be doing some crazy shit. He would. I'd kind of be down for that. Uh, hey, hey. I, I like, love Tom Holland, and I want him to be in everything. Like, I think he's great. Brian's going to be the guy sending him, like, DMs on no, Instagram. No, I'm not like, going to be that Hey, guy. Tom. Mike, did you not... Fan. Did you not ever see him on uh, Lip Sync Battle? I saw his performance. That is some fucking legendary shit right there. He's good. He, he really... I, I've seen some... He was one of the good ones, and I've seen some bad ones. Yeah. He was definitely one of the good ones. I, I just feel like he's a type of person that, like, whatever situation he's in, he just wants to, like, a thousand percent commit to whatever the fuck he's doing. Mm-hmm. So, like, I think he'd be the best Spider-Man ever be on screen for as long as he plays Spider-Man. And then whatever he does after that, I think he'll be the best person doing whatever that is, because he's just... He seems that committed. Yeah, the boy. The only thing he can do is keep his mouth shut. Mm-hmm. What if we've been led astray this whole time, and all these rumors of Keanu Reeves coming to the MCU were actually just Keanu Reeves coming to Star Wars? That'd be great too. You down with that? He would be a great Sith Lord. So you want to be a bad guy? Oh yeah. What if that's what if that's what the next, like, saga of movies was, was from the dark side perspective? Would you be down with that? I'd be down with that. I'd be, um, it would probably end up being, hmm, I'm trying to think of, like, another close analog, because I, I can't imagine it ending with the bad guy winning for like a saga like that I would imagine I mean it could and then the flip and then I mean that's how they could start doing Star Wars where it flips it goes like here's three movies of the bad guy kind of prevailing and then we get three movies of like how the rebels fight back Mm. I don't know I don't know how they make it work I don't even I'm also fine with going forward after Episode 9, if they just drop the saga and just do, like, movies. we're going to just do movies. However the fuck we want to do them. And take the Marvel approach, which is, there'll be a lot of continuity, but you know what? We're going to put out this movie that's going to be fucking before anyone has an Infinity Stone. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, they could do that. Maybe that's what they're trying to get from Feige in Star Wars, is like, hey, we did, you know, 4 through through 6... And those took place in the middle. Then we did the prequels. Then we're doing past that. And we did some stuff sprinkled in between. Why don't we just not do that anymore? Why don't we just 
do things in this universe and make it all coincide in some overarching way. Yeah, they did. Is everything that they do with Star Wars currently is canon? Like, the Mandalorian show so is going to be canon? Yeah. Okay. Because I know, like, all the current comic books and, and stuff mm-hmm. are all, all canon. Cool. Well, I'm excited either way. I'm, I'm excited to see where all this stuff comes up. And I'm, I'm happy that at least we'll get one more Tom Holland film. And and I feel like now, after the fact, even if we don't get more Tom Holland Spider-Man in the MCU after this, I feel like the breakup won't hurt as bad. Because we know it's a possibility. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Anyways, thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Past Control Podcast. I mean, look how cool he would be. Is that someone already made a mock-up of him? Yeah. That's fucking badass. Yeah, I'm down with Keanu Reeves in the fucking Star Wars universe. But I also want him in the MCU bad. Like, real bad. They just used his picture from uh, Cyberpunk <laughs> 2077. Oh, oh, Keanu. As always, you can find all of our content at PassTheController.io on Twitter and on Instagram at PassController and on Twitch at twitch.tv slash PassController. If you're a friend of the show, a fan of the show, you want to help support the show, the easiest way to do that and the freest way to do that is to subscribe to the show, share us on social media, and leave us a review on iTunes. That five-star review on iTunes really helps us, and we would really appreciate it if you took the time, takes a few minutes, throw us us a five-star review, write something nice, and we will be super, super appreciative like you have no idea. But if you do have a few bucks kicking around, we have uh, a Patreon at patreon.com slash pass the controller as well as a store at pastthecontroller.io slash it's Wolverine uh, pastthecontroller.io slash shop or pastthecontroller.threadless.com and get a t-shirt a sweatshirt, something cool show your pride for us and we get a little bit of dough from those sales as well and uh, yeah if you want to keep the conversation going with us, join our community, you can hop in our Discord. The easiest way to do that is to go to our pinned tweet on Twitter. But if you're having trouble finding that or don't have a Twitter, shoot us a DM on any of our social platforms, and we will get you an invite into the Discord. Come hang out with all of us and have a good time. And, uh, yeah, you can always find me at Groom and this guy at underscore Mycopath. And thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Past Controller Podcast, episode 162.